Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Oh, happy Friday morning to you. The first Friday of 2024. It is January 5th, 2024, and we got a lot to get into today. All of your entertainment news in one place. Look, we're going to have a lot to talk about all day long regarding Golden Bachelor. Uh, The wedding was last night, and we've got, I mean, literally so much to get into from the ratings bonanza, a who's who of who was there. Absolutely wild stuff. I'm not going to get to most of that in this episode. We're going to stick more to entertainment news and cover that on the afternoon rush hour. We're letting a few more stories to develop, get some clips ready. So hang tight for that. Uh, But first, we do have a breaking news story to get to. I cannot believe this. Uh, That's right. the, The Bachelor Nation story does not end with Teresa and Gary. That's right. When one story ends, uh, another proposal begins. Here's Brayden. Can you believe this? Uh, this doesn't count as a spoiler because you watched it last night. Here's Brayden proposing to Christina. Have a listen. folks Christina Mandrell says yes to Brayden Bowers I am so excited you know I've never met Christina but we've talked a bunch she's told me she's gonna do driving with Dave but Brayden came to a stand-up show uh or this past summer you know he came to a show after he was on Bachelorette but uh, before everything had aired and at that time he was being portrayed as like the villain and this and that and I was like oh this dude's gonna be fine he's a really nice guy and sure enough he's now moving to Nashville now we learned that at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. So this relationship seems so fast and so fresh and it still is, but they've probably been together. I'm trying to do the math now. What, like six months or so? Absolutely wild. He proposes on national TV. You could see Brayden there just a little nervous, which, hey, I totally get it. I can't believe it. Either way, they're going to be neighbors. Uh, uh, They live in Nashville, and that's where I'm moving in a few weeks. So very excited to get more of the behind the scenes of that story absolute wild congratulations to them and look in other news i mean valentine's day is not too far around the corner and a rose-hued stanley cup for valentine's day sparks a frenzy at target that's right ladies love a stanley cup they're kind of being made fun of out there because of how popular they are they're gigantic thermoses that are just i don't know what the marketing trend is but they are people are going crazy for them and cnn reports the world is going wild for stanley cups And no, not the hockey kind. Just ask Target. 
It appears that for some Valentine's Day revelers this year, nothing will spell love more profoundly than the gift of an oversized rose-hued stainless steel insulated tumbler that's downright clunky, way too heavy to carry around when filled up for all-day hydration, but is still a solid viral sensation in the new year. Target in December dropped a limited edition Valentine's collection of Stanley tumblers in bright pink and cherry red tones that included an enormous 40-ounce mug, smaller two-pack tumblers, and cute packaging with the message, it was love at first sip and a stacking beer pint tumbler. All right. So anyway, shoppers jumped on the items in some cases, quite literally. And the proof was documented in random TikTok videos. All right. People be going nuts for Stanley. What a great marketing that they've had to make that uh, so desirable. And speaking of things that don't sound desirable to me, the world's first AI-powered restaurant opens in Southern California. I don't know about you guys, but I like to go to restaurants for human interaction. I like to talk to the waiter. Hey, which do you recommend? The chicken cacciatore or the chicken parm? Well, I like this, but I, you know, I just miss that. I don't. I don't want AI to just randomly robot me a burger. Either way, here's the article. The world's first fully autonomous AI-powered restaurant restaurant recently opened in Southern California. Robots cooked the burgers and deep-fried the French fries at Cali Express by Flippy, a new restaurant that opened in December. Oh, it's called Flippy? Oh, oh boy. This I don't know. This isn't going to end well. I don't know how people are going to take advantage of AI-powered restaurants, but I fear that they will. All right. Well, we finally have an update by Zach uh, Clark, a former engaged, uh, former fiance to Tasha Adams with regards to this New Year's Eve uh, photo Instagram story that was unearthed where he had, uh, I guess, uh, Caitlin Bristow's arm around him or vice versa. And the internet went crazy. Of course, Caitlin just recently broke up with Jason Tartik and people go, well, Caitlin Bristow and Tasha Adams are supposed to be friends, girl code, this, that, and the other. And of course, I've reported uh, from my sources that Caitlin uh, and Tasha are not friends friends, that there is no loyalty lost there. But either way, Zach finally speaks uh, by not saying much. He posted a his workout. He ran five miles in 40 minutes, say not too bad. And he posted this. He said, a wise man once said nothing at all. And hey, Zach, I think that's the best way to deal with the internet is don't feed the frenzy. Not bad at all. Well, look, uh, Tasha. Adams, his former fiance, was at Golden Bachelor with Caitlin Bristow. I've yet to see uh, them crossing paths at all, but if they did and if there were any words exchanged, you know somebody's going to get that on camera. I don't think that was the case, but maybe we'll have to see. All right, I got uh, some content to get to involving the Clayton Ecker paternity scandal, and I also have some content to get to regarding uh, the subreddit that banned me. Uh, interesting developments are uh, are there, and uh, I want to you know take a few minutes at the end of this episode to talk to you about that, so we can clear up any misinformation if there is any. All right. Yeah, you know, some of you guys might care about that. Some of you don't. You know, if you're like me, sometimes the most interesting stories are like the meta stories, the behind the scenes, the creator wars, the podcaster lawsuits, all that stuff. So we'll get to that. And also I've got a Taylor Swift interview resurfacing that might prove Travis Kelsey is end game. I'll have all that for you right after a quick word from our sponsors. 
All right, you know me. We always got Taylor Swift in the news. E! News has reported on this story. Perhaps Taylor Swift does belong does belong with Travis Kelsey forever. Uh, fans think a Taylor Swift resurfaced 2009 interview proves Travis Kelsey is endgame. When asked if she'd need to date someone who is at a similar level of success... Taylor told Glamour in 2009 that it's more a question of confidence. I wouldn't want to be with a pushover who would let me make all the plans and have all the control, the then 19-year-old confessed. It's really natural for me to go into planning mode, but I'd rather be with someone who has his own voice in passion and ambition. When envisioning what a relationship would look like for her, Taylor explained it's always going to be long distance for her because of her jet-setting career. I'll be flying to see him and flying him places to see me. It feels like it would involve more scheduling and I already deal with a lot of scheduling in my life. Of course, if I met somebody who was worth it, I would probably stop thinking that way. So there you have it, folks. Taylor Swift, years ago, speaking about a jet-setting love romance and now she's found it with Travis Kelsey, of course. And and here's a good thing with dating a football player. You know, he might only have two more years or four more years left of his contract and then he's retired. And then he can be like your manager assistant and just travel the world and make sure the green room stocked with cold cuts or whatever the hell they do. So sounds good to me. All right, let's get into some Bachelor Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal updates. We've already heard after yesterday's bombshell 58 page filing by Clayton Eckerd. We've already heard that Janeth Doeth, the lady who's accused him of being the father of her unborn twins, uh, who is still denying she faked the pregnancy. She's, of course, reaching out to other content creators once again, saying, don't cover what Dave shared. She's, of course, called it very shameful and it's affecting her mental health and all that. And I can truly empathize. This case has affected many people's mental health. That's why I've never said her name or showed her face because my goal has been more so uh, in a justice-oriented way for Clayton Eckerd and less trying to slam her as a person. While I rightfully could share any of that, it's public knowledge. As you guys have seen, I'm in a uh, lawsuit where she's suing me for harassment over my coverage which I believe has been very fair. With that, there's always uh, good and there's always bad. I'm going to share some good and bad with you. The good was that there was a subreddit post in my honor called uh, the Dave Neal Appreciation Post. Now, I'm not going to share this to pat myself on the back. There are so many people that came out of the woodworks to say really nice things about our coverage. I say are because it is a team effort of the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal. You know, a lot of people uh, have found this very interesting. A lot of people have been turned off by it and I've left the channel. It's kind of a little bit of both. Um, But for those that have stuck around, they've seen it be a real journey, one in which that is not really close to the end. I joke around and say, I can see light at the end of the fallopian tunnel. Uh, and by that, I mean, um, hopefully the end is near. Uh, but either way, I'm still going to court February 8th and have a lot of uh, legal expenses and all that. Thanks to a lot of your generosity, we should have most of it covered. But my point is, is that I want to thank everyone from the content creators that have gotten my back, like Reality Steve, to the flock of investigative journalists that have helped uh, unearth a lot of truths that were hidden in plain sight to all of the people in the Bachelor Nation subreddit and also the Justice for Clayton subreddit. Y'all have been great and I thank you all so much. Now, I'm not going to make a I'm not going to make a comment here where I drag a bunch of random commenters that don't like me, but I'm even going to say this. 
I've said a lot of words recently about the Bachelor subreddit. So you, if you don't know Reddit, it's it's just essentially a bunch of different chat rooms that are moderated by specific people. Well, I've, of course, been banned from the Bachelor subreddit. I'm not banned from Bachelor Nation or Justice for Clayton or any other subreddit for that matter. I'm banned by the Bachelor subreddit, a subreddit of 300 plus thousand people. I don't know how many moderators there are. I'm guessing 12. I'm guessing a dozen. It could be four. I truly don't know, but it's come to my attention and I literally just found this out less than an hour ago, that after talking about what I believe to be is a malpractice of the moderators, that is, I've criticized them for having for using duplicate accounts as for what I believe to be astroturfing, which is spreading of uh, information in a way that's, um, I call it unfair, because uh, if you have duplicate accounts and it's a, you know, the, the Reddit is an upvote, downvote system. So if you don't like somebody and two or three people can create, can make it look like a dozen people don't like them, I think that's harmful for democracy. It's almost like your vote is does not deserve additional weight. Now, I have alternative accounts. I don't use them in that way to uh, progress a situation. I just have alternative accounts because I've been banned in different subreddits. Uh, Excuse me, in that subreddit. I don't think I'm banned in any other one. Anyway, my point of saying all this is that there... um, after calling out what I think is is bad behavior, which is that I don't think they should have multiple accounts, someone else was banned by them who they thought was a mole feeding me information. So it just has to end. I, I do think uh, that it, the power can get to people's heads. I don't know any of these people personally. So I hope nobody's taking it personally because I don't know anyone personally. Now, why am I banned? I am banned because you guys might remember there was a tragedy that happened adjacent to Bachelor Nation. In that tragedy, it was somebody who took their own life that had previously dated somebody in the Bachelor world. There were fans speculating over what that story was. I had already pledged to to not make a video about it, and I have since never made a video about it. But what my response was, it's a goddamn tragedy. What I have since, I believe, apologized for is that I probably... What I what I've needed to learn is this: if I post um, in a subreddit with my name Dave Neal, I'm no longer anonymous, right? I never intended to be, but my name has some weight in one way or another because I comment on Bachelor Nation. So by me saying it was a goddamn tragedy, the moderators took that as, oh, he's using this speculation to further his channel because he makes Bachelor content and he's going to draw the attention to him and whatever, which just wasn't the case. If this was like a office type situation and someone had asked me that I could have easily talked to them and been like, no, 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 I'm not going to make this story. I just saw people that were sharing information that was leading them in the wrong direction. I didn't want to break the story. Several of us knew the story and ended up what happening was the Reddit moderators ended up breaking that story. So I'm not saying they should have or shouldn't have. They have to make a lot of executive decisions about what to cover and what not to cover. But If you've noticed, I've been critical of them in part because I feel like they've done Clayton Eckerd a disservice by not letting his story get told on the largest subreddit on Reddit, the one that has hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, if they let his, and and I understand their point, I'm going to make a video about it today. Their point was that there was so much misinformation. They didn't know what to believe, what not to believe. I totally understand. But We've been covering it in a way that I think is extremely ethical. So I've reached out, and I and again, 
I'm sure there are Bachelor moderators listening to this. I thought I reached out to a Bachelor moderator in the past. It could have just been a hater. I, I honestly don't know who it was, but I was under the assumption I had reached out to the mod team when when um, when they banned me because I have reached out to them in the past when they've you know banned me for seven. I think they banned me for like seven days before this. I kind of just got the feeling they were finding a reason to ban me. And I think if they let me explain myself, they would have realized it wasn't a bannable offense. Now, why is this important? Well, it's not a huge story. As I've shown before, none of my YouTube traffic comes from the Bachelor Reddit, but I do think if we can come to some sort of, I don't know, if we can have some sort of conversation, I think that we could find out we actually share a lot of the same values as far as social justice goes and things of that progressive nature. And we're better off not, you know, I don't know, uh, having beef with each other. So tonight, excuse me, last night, as I was making this podcast, I saw that a new thread came up where they specifically addressed the fact that I've called them out. Yes, I have called them out. I have heard from multiple sources that they have of duplicate accounts that they use at no time have they addressed that in the vi in the post they made last night they didn't address it what they did address is that somebody contacted one of their moderators by their work email and by that they're considering that doxing where they outed who they were now i definitely don't want this to happen i don't nobody who's a fan of mine should be reaching out to the mod team and finding out their personal information. I I struggle with so so I say this unequivocally no doxing folks. I don't think anyone from my community is doing that, but I'm just saying this right now, no doxing. We don't need that. It makes me look bad, it makes all of us look bad, and it's certainly nothing that I've ever wanted anyone to uh, be a part of. I've never, you know, and, and this is one of the issues with, with it when they say like, oh, you know, you're platforming this or you're causing that. It's like, I'm allowed to have a gripe with the moderators that I feel like unfairly banned me without prior warning, without some, you know, I mean, they just called it a bannable offense. Uh, I'm okay if half that subreddit hates me. It's whatever. It doesn't affect the business model. That's not the point. The point is like, look, there's enough fish to fry out there. Let's get on the same page. Let's have a discussion. I'm willing to take time out of my day to have a discussion with them. So they said I never reached out to them. Immediately when I saw that, I'm not, I'm not trying to put my, you know, stick my feet in the sand and, and, and have this giant ego. Immediately I messaged the moderator who wrote that post. I sent a nice long message like, let's talk about this. I, I, I hope no, I hope nobody takes offense to what I'm saying, but I don't, it's like, I'm in the dark here. I don't know who they are. I know nothing personal about them. I just know that I, I, I truly believe my ban was not justified. And for them to be able to make a post about me without me being able to respond, I think is kind of hypocritical, right? They don't want me platforming coming after them. But then again, they're platforming coming after me, not even with the, the general sort of, uh, truth to what my gripe actually is. <laughs> and I think it's a fair gripe. Like, look, clean your, clean your house up. Don't, uh, and, and again, if, if there are 10 moderators, maybe seven moderators don't do this. Maybe the person who wrote to me is a good one. I have no idea. I don't know them. But if there is one or two moderators that have six accounts that will upvote or downvote people, I mean, I know that I know that there were moderators from The Bachelor that tried to get me banned from Bachelor Nation. 
Guys, this is, so when we talk about like, oh, cancel culture is not real. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you could call it consequence culture, I guess. But do you think the consequence of me being banned, you know, me being one of the largest YouTube uh, creators in the Bachelor world and one of the largest podcasters in the Bachelor world, do you think that's fair? Now, I'll put the shield down. I don't have any personal insults to throw at anybody. I don't know them. I know moderating is a thankless job, and I'm encouraging you guys, and I'm going to make a video to make sure that audience knows to lay off commenting. I can fight my battles through proper DMs with them, but please stand down if there's any sort of trying to find out who they are. It doesn't help me. It gives them ammo to say I'm the bad guy when, in fact, nothing nothing that we want is, is to cause harm. All we want to do this is what's so ridiculous. All I want to do is raise the energy in the room. Truthfully, truthfully, that's all I want. But getting banned and silenced over there doesn't really help that cause. We'll be fine without it. I'd much rather, look, they, they don't even have to overturn their ban, but I'd much rather be able to get in a chat with them so that they could hear my point and just say, hey guys, I'm just trying to speak truth to power. You guys are the power. I've got what, 70,000 YouTube followers and, and 5,000 podcast followers, they've got 300,000. They get to decide what content is made every day. And I'm not, this isn't a beef on behalf of myself. The fact that they haven't covered the Clayton story in its honesty, I'll do an AMA with them and answer any everything I know from a journalistic perspective about it. But they need to do that to elevate Clayton's story. He needs their help. We can use that. We can all collectively be on the same side of this issue. That's my thought. All right, we'll be back with more content right after this. And I do want to tell you, if this is too heavy for the morning rush, I do apologize. It's just it's just information that just came to my doorstep. And I know all the positive, uh, you know, uh, Patricia's out there are going to say, Dave, don't worry about the negative, the haters. Like, this isn't a, a there's a mean commenter type of thing. It's a real beef I have with, that I would love to resolve. So if anyone has any connections over there with the mod team, just know, look, look, I'm not trying to have anybody doxxed. Are you kidding me? I know what it's like. You might remember, I mean, I had, I had uh, Jane Doe tell me there was processing servers waiting at my doorstep to 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 send me and harass my wife and send me the um, the order of protection against me and crazy stuff. I don't like that people know where I live. I wouldn't want, and again, I, I, I personally believe doxing is when you, I mean, you, you could get into the uh, logistics of it, whether it's sharing someone's email or their real identity or whatever it is. Across the board, I'm flat out saying that I not that I denounce that. And I think that's very obvious. Um, I haven't had to denounce it before because it's never happened. I didn't think anyone was going to try to reach out and privately expose people and this and that. Either way, I don't believe they were doxxed publicly. I think someone just found out who they were. So you can get into the linguistics or semantics of all that. Uh, but it is, if it's, if it's to instill fear in somebody, of course, we don't want that to happen. I would love some sort of, um, nice ending to it all. And I'll share you guys more updates in the, on the YouTube today. I mean, even if, It'll, even if I make a video that only gets seven views, but it's the mod team, I want them to hear it because we can only, I'd much rather move forward without all of this beef. I don't even know who these people are that have been trying to get me canceled from different subreddits. I just know that they have. People tell me these things, just like they tell me that Jane Doe was going to try to 
sue me for defamation if I shared truthful public court documents. Let's all be like, uh, let's all be on the right side of this, right? All right. So anyway, I'm going to have so much more today to talk about with The Golden Bachelor. Just a wild evening of content in The Bachelor world. I'll have a very cheery, I promise, I'll give you an update later, but I'll have a very cheery afternoon episode. And then tomorrow on Driving with Dave, I've got winner of season two of The Bachelor, Grease. Her name's Athena. She's hilarious. You're going to love hearing what they're doing over there on The Greek Bachelor. All that and more coming up later. As always, I'm Dave Neal. This is The Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Come <laughs> on.